You Suck at Golf, and let me tell you why. I'm Avery Dovsik, your host of the Why You Suck at Golf podcast. I'm here to be 100% honest with you 100% of the time. Let's get going. Today, I'm joined with the underscore Butsy. We're going to talk about drinking on the golf course. Butsy has created quite the name for himself in the social media, Instagram, golf world, and he's authentically himself, and it's so addicting to many of his followers because you just don't really see that that often in today's golf world. But uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, so stay tuned. But first, let's hear from Anchor. All right, so I'm joined with the underscore Butsy. How's it going? It's good, Avery Dovsek. How are you? Avery Dovsek's doing just fine. That's what I said. No. Oh. <laughs> well, anyways, I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of what you got going on the social media world and how it all prompted you to be here with me right now. God, I don't even I don't even know how to start. Uh, I'm just a regular ass dude that uh, that loves golf, obviously, uh, more than most, maybe. Maybe that's why it, it all happened. But uh, no, a couple of years ago, a buddy of mine, he runs a large page called Cart Barn Guys. And you may or may not be familiar with them, but uh, I would go hang out out there on the weekends a lot and they'd be working. These are the guys that work outside service there. Right. So. Anyways, I'd have them laughing their asses off, and, and one day, you know, he, uh, for the sake of content, convinced me to put on a microphone. I'm like, well, what do you want me to do with this, man? So he's like, excuse me, hang on. <clears throat> oh, that's a burp. I apologize. Um, anyways, so he prompted me to go over, and basically, like, he's like, dude, I'm just going to leave the phone on the cart here, and I want you to just kind of, like, be yourself and, like, walk through a chipping routine. And I did, and I guess you could say it kind of went viral. And we started doing more of them, and uh, the Butsy was was spawned. And I, I had a bunch of followers after that, and the rest has kind of been history from there. So, yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong, but your You're corporate wrong. life has no clue that you do any of this. As far as I know, you know, unless people are just, like, afraid to approach me about it. But, yeah, my, my other part of my life, my professional uh, part of my life, yeah, that they're completely in the dark. They... In fact, they would probably be appalled that this alter ego even exists, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, totally, totally separate entities. So you work a corporate life during the week. Now, what do your do. weekends look like? My weekends look like, uh, you know, Friday evening. It's usually uh, have a couple cocktails, figure out where we're playing golf on Saturday. Usually try to play 36 holes. Uh, play again on Sunday. If I'm not out of town traveling for some, which is crazy, like people actually pay for me to go out of town and travel and play in these Instagram events. It's crazy, I know. But uh, yeah, play Sunday, go to the casino, gamble, eat, be merry, and, and repeat the following weekend. It's pretty simple. So the main topic of this is drinking on the golf course. And okay. I wanted to touch upon this because I feel like this can relate to just about every golfer every level of a golfer from the amateur to the professional it touches everyone's lives in some way and myself being a collegiate golfer obviously I'm practicing with my team all the time and don't really get to have that social experience as most golfers do but it still has played a little bit in my life just with you know being treated by the (laughs) drunk people on the golf course but so do you drink before you go out and play, or how does this work for you? Yeah, so, I mean, honestly, it was like a reprieve for me. Um, 
I, I myself also played college golf. I played professionally for a couple of years. Nose was basically to the grindstone. Rounds of golf were taken very seriously. Um, and I, I didn't drink at that point in time. When I when I found the ability to relax, if you will, calm down, I don't I don't know what you want to call it, basically start having a good time. I started getting paired up with people that might not be the best golfers. Uh, so I think the drinking initially started as a means to tolerate that event. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, I'll start drinking. And as soon as I get up on Saturday morning, I could have a 12 o'clock tea time. And the first thing I'm having for breakfast is a beer. Okay. Um, and that probably sounds ridiculous to a lot of people. Rest assured, I'm not driving anywhere, but that's kind of, that's kind of the formula. (laughs) I, I get my Uber, I go to the golf course, continue my disaster fest and uh, turns into usually what's a pretty fun day. Do you score better when you're drunk or sober, you think? So there's a there's a fine line there. There's a very, very fine line. There, There is a point that uh, your inhibitions are deterred to a certain point where I think that you can perform a little bit better, especially if you're accustomed to drinking while you play. If you weren't, it would be the case. But um, like anything – any outside influence if you step over that line yes you will absolutely play worse have you had any uh crazy stories with yourself or anyone you've been paired with and drinking yeah yeah um yeah uh, hundreds of them of which that i'm probably not allowed to talk about right now oh come on Um, give me one i oh man i i honestly avery i I don't think you want. I don't even think you want it on here. To be, I'm just gonna be honest with you. Uh, we could talk about it next time. I have to go through the the mental archives to pull one out that's appropriate. You put me on the spot. Uh, okay, I'll tr- I'll trust you. I'll trust you. There. Oh, just trust me on this. There's, so- if, you, if you can imagine it, it's probably happened. <laughs> Well, when you go out in the morning, do you allow your friends to get a breakfast ball? Is that or are you because I know you do like to gamble. You said, do you gamble on the course as well? Oh, I will not. I will not put a ball on the tee unless we're playing for something. And that goes for all my friends as well. Um, None of us hit balls anymore. Right. A lot of the and I say anymore because most of the guys I play with are, are former professionals or college golfers or people I've grew up playing junior golf with. They can all. They can all hack it pretty good for the most part. Um, but, yeah, we, we take a breakfast ball. You get one off one, and that's about it. If you try to ask for it after that, it's not happening. Hmm. Okay, yeah. well, that makes a little sense if you're not hitting range balls. Right. Just, yeah. So what do you wage normally? Do you go by hole by hole? Do you – your round? <coughs> what does that look like? It's usually a Nassau. Um, so we'll play 25 bucks for the front. 25 bucks for the back, $25 for the total score. And what we do is we call it a clean sweep. So if you sweep all three of those bets, it's an additional $25. Now, we also put uh, a little cherry on top of each one of those nine hole bets and the total called press when you're pissed. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but pressing. (laughs) Yeah. So pressing starts a new bet at that point. So you could be on the third hole. The original bet for the front nine is 25 bucks. You want to press because you lost the third hole. Now you got another $25 bet. So the front nine is essentially worth 50. That gets expensive sometimes. Um, I have seen 
people lose a couple thousand bucks out there before. Uh, it's not pretty myself. That hasn't happened because I know when to stop, but uh, it does get there at times. And you're all drinking and you're all betting a ton of money. Yeah, that sounds that sounds smart. This it's fun. Good. It's actually <laughs> oh, a really I don't good doubt time. That it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of loud music being played. I mean, you're like if you're the type of guy that doesn't want to listen to music, you don't want to play with people that are drinking, and you don't want to be gambling, then you're not playing with us. Yeah, I mean, I imagine tension is pretty high, and towards the end, and then you're all you're all messed up listening to music. How do you concentrate? It gets ugly, yeah, especially when people forget when they made bets, you know, like three hours prior, and um, they start to question those bets. I've, I've seen near fights happen out there amongst good friends, so like you said, there's liquor involved. Um, things, get, things can get heated up pretty fast. Uh, most of the time, and like I said, it, it hasn't happened to me. I've been an onlooker. Most of the time, it's just a, a hilarious laugh festival at that point, but yeah. It, it it hasn't gotten too serious. It's gotten close, and it's usually been laughed off. Good time, though. Yeah, people don't mess around when it comes to money. That is for sure. They don't. They do don't. You, do you think uh, alcohol slows play or speeds it up? Uh, I Again, I think, I think if you're somebody that drinks regularly and you have any skill level, uh, you decided a long time ago that you're not going to be slow. Now, for the average Joe that might be in town on vacation um, and it's not a regular happening for him, it could definitely slow play down and piss some people off for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, okay, so an elephant in the room, and I don't want to make anybody mad when I say this, but okay. bottom line is people go golfing to escape something sometimes. Not all the time, but, you know, you know it is an escape for most people. Whether it be their jobs, their relationships, or, you know, so on and yeah. so forth. Do you feel that husbands and wives do it to escape each other? 100%. As an avenue uh, to get out of whatever's going on? 100%. I think that's the case. Um, and again, like you said, it's really, it's really funny that you disclaim that because somebody could get offended by this. But if you see a husband and a wife on vacation out playing together on the golf course, uh, you know, and I, I might speak for both of them. They're not having a good time. That's <laughs> that is not a real good time. That is a forced event, uh, usually by both parties. Um that's miserable that it's it is absolutely an escape and i'm not saying that you know you can't go out and play with your chick and have a great time there's a time and a place for that but the majority of the time if you're out with your buddies drinking beer like it is absolutely uh an escape from whatever as is any other type of recreation yeah i've seen some cases because i know sometimes i have to go out and you know i play by myself just because yeah. After school, you know, you get in a twilight. You play by yourself? I sometimes have to. You know, That's people, horrible. Uh, young kids, people, they hate golf, you know? It sucks. But anyways, <laughs> you, come on. sometimes back in high school, I'd go out um, by myself after school, get a little, like, twilight tea time, and I'd be paired up with this group. And it's funny because, you know, they're having a good time bickering, making fun of each other, and then the cart girl comes. Yeah. And then the wife has some kind of jealousy. With the cart girl. Oh, I yeah. don't know what it is, but have you ever come across that? Because I, 
I used to always say, like, Dad, I should be a car grog. I, you know, make tips. Like, they seem like they do pretty well, have a good time, spend the day on the golf course. And he goes, no. No way in heck are you ever being a car girl. I think your dad's way off there. I think it's a perfectly good thing. You could kill it being a car girl. I think there's absolutely jealousy. <laughs> and I think I've absolutely experienced it firsthand. Uh, um, one of my, my many ex-girlfriends uh, – was out riding with me and wasn't even playing in the car girl rolled up. I was like, Hey honey, can I get you a beer or whatever? Yeah. Why don't you just go flirt with her? I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you? What? <laughs> and here's why. Here's why. Most car girls are very young. Okay. Uh, half the time they're not even old enough to drink. They look, they usually look extremely hot and uh, you know, I'm just going to say it like, Women are catty, uh, especially women that are no longer 23 years old. Um, that's that's off-putting to them. They don't like that. Yeah, that's – yeah, we hate to see that, but it's definitely a thing. <laughs> I, I, oh, it's so it, like, true. It literally sends chills down my body when it's I see that. It's so my, true. I don't know. It's And it sucks because it really puts the female – and I can speak on my behalf because – Guys get drunk on the course mm-hmm. and the level of, well, in some ways it's respectful and in some ways it's totally disrespectful because they start, it's like almost a way of flirting, but it's rude. Like you'll never outdrive me. Like what? Like yeah. you're out of your mind buzzed and you're like, now you're like, I don't know. <laughs> It's because they can't they can't go to the strip club like that's off limits so they can get the like the closest next best thing and that's that's to talk shit and hang out with the cart girl you know what I mean as pathetic as that sounds like I don't know I think I'm speaking the truth here I think anybody that's listening to this is gonna be like oh damn he's right okay he needs to shut up <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know you're exposing everyone but hey it's the reality <laughs> and yeah. that's just. That's what it is, and it's sadly probably not going to change. <laughs> no, no, it's just human nature, you know. That's that's what golf has always been too, and I don't know. It's not a, it's not from a sexist point of view by any means. It's just what it is. So you play thirty six holes in one day. Yeah. Or you you try to. I try and then to. After what, what time are you done around? Like, what are you doing after? Uh, it depends. It's you know, it's usually, let's say there's one or two groups of us, which that's often the case, you know, four to eight of us. Mm-hmm. There's always two or three guys that are either single or have the night off or can go hang out or whatever. Um, we'll go to the bar for a few more, you know, uh, we'll end up at the casino. I mean, we're nerds. We don't do too much. We're not, we're not too crazy. Might end up out in old town Scottsdale blacked out at one thirty in the morning, but that's very rare, especially at, at my advanced age. Uh, it gets harder and harder to do those things, but yeah, that's, that's pretty typical. There's usually some food right after because everybody's starving after that, right? You know, they all got a buzz going. And uh, it's either go to a local bar, um, go gamble a little bit, uh, or go over to a buddy's house, sit around a fire, hang out, talk shit. That's about it. Yeah. And then you yeah. post it all on social media, which is 100%. why yeah. you have the big following you do. I guess. And- I don't understand that. I don't get that. You're so humble. But, like, what you do is something that, nobody else does and we've talked about this earlier but it's like you're real and people think golf is always so proper and so this and that and it's like no like you're showing i'm out here having a good time not filtered i'm myself 
you know, my friends, this is who we are. And I think that's awesome. Oh, thank you for that. I mean, I kind of just assumed that's how everybody was. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, you must be following the right people then, because I can assure you that's not what's popping up on my feed. <laughs> oh, that's too f- Okay. All right. So maybe maybe that sheds some light on this whole thing for me. Maybe you're right. Yeah. And then you post these stories, and you're an absolute killer chef, or at least it looks like it. I'm a white know. trash chef, let's be honest. I cook in a pan, okay? I'm not like... <laughs> This isn't like some fine gas stove here. <laughs> yeah, and then are you going to get out to any of the majors this year and bring your social media with you? I would like to. Um, I've, I've never been to Augusta. I've never been to the U.S. Open, so it's definitely on the bucket list. I guess it just hasn't happened yet, you know? It, I mean, like I said, I still have a job. Um, you know, I only get a certain amount of, we call it PTO, paid time off. And uh, I tend to use that up pretty early in the year going to a lot of these events because, you know, you got all these sponsors uh, in the Instagram world and they all have their tournaments and all these events that they're doing. And it cuts into that pretty heavily, but it's definitely on my list. I, I need to go to the U.S. Open. And before I die, at least, you know, I need to get to Augusta. I think it'll be a little sooner before you get even close to dying. Who do you have winning this year? Uh, what, winning the Masters? Yeah. It's early, but not that early. <laughs> I mean, you got to go, like, it sounds crazy. You got to go big cat. Mm. You got to go big cat. Like, meow, meow. Okay? He's going to win. Were you happy with that last year? Were you surprised? What were your feelings about it last year? So, there's a video way down on my feed. I was following it the whole weekend. And I cried in my car, screaming with joy. And I recorded it. Um uh, so I was happy, I guess you could say, in a nutshell. Yeah. I mean, I grew up, right, in the Tiger era. Like, it changed my whole junior career. Everybody was trying to be like Tiger Woods. He set the bar. He's winning everything. Oh, my God. Like, you thought he was going to win every week he teed it up. It was like this weird energy. It wasn't like golf today. Today you got a lot of good players. It was like Tiger's playing. He's going to win. He's going to win. Yeah. And uh, to watch him come back to that um, – after all the bullshit that he's been through, some of it self-induced, obviously, has been – it's very special for me because it's like going back to your childhood. Yeah. Even yeah. me. I know it wasn't – I didn't grow up in that era, but I had my conference championships last year, and I was pretty bummed I couldn't follow it the whole weekend. Yeah. But we had finished playing our last round of golf, and he was on hole 17. Uh-huh. And we all piled into the clubhouse, and – you know, there's tons of girls, tons of parents, and he won. The floor is shaking. It felt like we were at the freaking Masters. It was so unreal. Everyone was. See, there you go. Like, it, I mean, the dude has touched golf. Like, it doesn't matter if you grew up watching it, right? Like you said, like, there's an energy that that guy brings to the game that nobody's ever brought. So, God, can you imagine if he won again this year? I will be glued to the TV. And if he doesn't make the cut, I'm going to break my TV. I'll just tell you right now. I'll be pissed off. <laughs> Well, I appreciate you hopping on this call with me and discussing a little bit about your life, you know, golf, you know, what's looking ahead and to what this season holds. But it was really fun chatting with you, and I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I was super nervous. I'm still nervous, so thank you. <laughs> Where can we find you on social media? Uh, it's the underscore Butsy. Um, you're not missing much, so if you don't go follow me, that's totally cool. I'm just another idiot, but uh, you might check it out. Yeah. At the underscore Butsy. That's it. B-U-T-T-S-Y. 
Where did you get your name, by the way? It's a combination of things. So it has a little bit of play on my real last name. Uh, also, the size of what I got going on um, behind me that's connected to my body, a.k.a. my actual butt, it's huge. That's kind of so. My best friend started calling me that when we were like 13, and it kind of stuck. Never skip leg day. <laughs> yeah, or butt day, I guess you could call it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm comfortable right. on a plane. Yeah. Well, thanks again, and we'll go ahead and uh, give you a follow, but we'll we'll talk later. All right, Avery Dovesack. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. As always, thank you for listening, and feel free to find me on any social media at Avery underscore Dovsek. That's A-V-E-R-E-E underscore D-O-V-S-E-K. We'll see you next time.